0: Welcome to Conversations for Course Creators, a podcast for entrepreneurs who share their expertise with the world through courses. We'll deep dive into online course creation and the topics and products related to courses, including books, virtual summits, coaching programs, and a myriad of training tools available to us today. All right, let's get to it. Interesting for me to work with people that don't host, develop, present courses don't have any lms experience any of that and to talk about the value of the masterclass model or a coaching program model or some other type of consulting uh model that you use thinkific for they they were like you can do that right you yeah, do that, like that really yes. Yep. yes and they're like yeah and you know what it's it's it, it it all works at the appropriate level of automation and i use the word appropriate very carefully because you can over-automate and take the human out of the loop and no one likes that.
1: That, exactly. Right, exactly. especially
0: if you're a top-tier consultant or coach.
1: Right, right. People Maybe are paying to
0: access you.
1: People access you. You are yeah. the product. You, And that it boils down to that with yeah. everything, really. You are the product. They want to trust you. They want to yeah. know you. They want to feel like you're talking to them and not at them. Yeah. Um, again, that's one of the things I always tell people, back to that that conversation comment. Have a conversation. When you're presenting something, just talk to me, like we're sitting there talking to each other. And that's what makes people want more. Um, So, you know, yes, automate carefully, but totally automate. It's fantastic. I'm a huge automation fan. Uh, Yeah, probably too much sometimes, but I love
0: it. No, but you know, but the the, the automation gives you something a lot of people overlook. And I I run into this a lot with my with my um, coaching and consulting clients. I say, hey, look, automate these things. And they're like, well, yeah, well, I don't want to take myself too much out of this. I'm like, oh, no, 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 you're missing the point. By doing that, you're going to be able to put more of yourself into it. Right. Because you're not going to be spending all that time doing these things that this system could very naturally and appropriately automate for you. It won't turn your client off. Actually, you can create like a lot of like really cool, um, per- perceived coolness. Right. Like, aut- like, aut- like, like doing the animations. You could, you could record a video of yourself sitting there teaching everything under the sun, but isn't it cool to like mix in different formats? Like animations is a great format that can help add value, change the pace, give them something entertaining, takes you away from having to make the video, but it also kind of sets a refresh uh, the next time they see your face on video. It's more about like balancing the ratio of these automations and, and these tools with, the face value, but because of that, you can spend more time with the client. I was nervous hiring a sales coach when I first got into business. So, this was like, I don't know. I went two and a half, three years in business before I hired a sales coach. And it was, I shouldn't have waited that long, but it, I needed <laughs> to wait that long. So, I, I hired a sales coach. I was going to do it for eight weeks, ended up being six months. Yeah. Because I was like, oh gosh, I need more help than I thought I did. Right. So, but the cool thing about her approach from like a learning management perspective was she uh, was well, a, she was the right person. B, she was focused on making sure that the time we spent together was very valuable. It was very constructive. It was very personal, right? which was fantastic. She made that possible by giving me course material between our sessions. And because she decided to automate or 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 move that segment of her program to an on-demand platform, it made my experience a bit more rich. Yeah. It wasn't absolutely. just, you know, I can still today go back to those courses and reference that material. Look at those foundational things. All the PDFs are still there. All the lessons are still there. And I'm just one button away from talking to her, you know, cause at the end of one of those lessons it's like, Hey, just hit my schedule, man. <laughs> you
1: know? And that's, and that's great. And that's, yeah. It's again, it's added value to what you're already providing to them. It's just the fact that you, you took the time and they know there's going to be more things there, but you're not so stressed trying to manage, especially like your emails that go out, you know, Mm -hmm. those nurturing emails, those are important to people. But if you're sitting there having to go, okay, now I got to send this email out. Now I got to send that email out. Did they want to be in this group? Do they not want to be in this group? Automate all of that based on their their interactions with what you've already sent or with the quiz or with the course. Let the system do that heavy lift for you and and kind of curate their their journey. It's a choose your own adventure Mm. with the help of automation. And it makes sure that as they're choosing their path, they're not going down the wrong one because they saw a cat video on YouTube. They're (laughs) going the right way. They're going to get exactly what they want. And that's going to help you increase your sales because you're listening to them and giving them what they're looking for, not giving them what you're trying to sell this month. Because you've got goals. You've got, you yeah. know, this is my new course. I want to sell the heck out of it. Maybe that's not what I need. Listen to my responses. Let the system say they need this one over here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, one, you, you're, you're, you're giving me, you're reminding me of something I was thinking about earlier <laughs> after you made a comment about being able to store your uh, different, types of products in, in Thinkific for sale. Um, I, I neglected at that point to follow up and say, yeah, use the freaking order bumps, man. Like,
1: yes,
0: yes, yes. like you can, you can order bump the crap out of those things. Like Absolutely. at the checkout for any product, you could be order bumping another product, which according to the Thinkific metrics that they've been broadcasting, Is wildly lucrative if you do it right. Very popular.
1: (laughs) Doing really, really well. Doing extremely well. And it makes sense. You know, back in the day, so my very first job ever, I worked at Kids RS, and we had these things called French fry items. Do you want fries with that? It's a proven method. You're up there, ready to purchase, and they go, hey, check this out. You need this too. And you're like, yeah, I do. And you buy it, and you buy it. You, do, you didn't even go in there looking for it. You didn't think about it. They didn't think they needed that that upgraded community course, or they needed yeah. that additional um, deep dive course that you've got, or you know whatever it may be. But you then you just sold two versus the one you were going to sell with the beauty of an automated bump. It's fantastic.
0: I love them, and and I'm building them into every one of my uh, my products on Thinkific. For those that aren't familiar. You need to have Thinkific payments set up in order to make order bumps work. I was just gonna
1: say that is a payment. And um,
0: it's 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 a no brainer to me um, that you that you do that. It makes it so that they can actually manage the order bumps appropriately. But um, if you're if you have any hesitation whatsoever, you don't have to abandon your other payment pr- processing systems to do this. You just have Thinkific uh, uh, payments as an additional, so you can still have PayPal and Stripe loaded on the system and, and have Thinkific payments loaded. So uh, for those of us that have had Thinkific before Thinkific payments came out, if you haven't retroactively gone and updated to adopt Thinkific payments, so you can take advantage of order bumps, you are missing out on a huge strategic advantage in, in your sales strategy.
1: Absolutely. We could talk for a while about the benefits of Thinkific payments. Uh, yeah. Maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be another conversation, but it is, it's totally worth it. Take a check on it. Um, it, it streamlines a lot of the processes that you were having to do in two different places. You can take it down to one, which is, yeah. it's a time saver. And that gives you a chance to breathe. It gives you a chance to be with your family. It gives you a chance to film another course. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just gives you time back. And that is money.
0: Yeah, so let's see. We've talked about virtual summits. We've talked about different ways to manage courses. We've talked about webinars, pre-recorded and live. Uh, We've talked about project management, we've talked about process communication, we've talked about selling different products, and the common theme here is that all of this is possible by uh, using the course structure in Thinkific, and I keep doing that and it drives me nuts, I'm sorry.
1: No, but it is because Thinkific was built to be courses, but if if you're not using those courses as courses, and you kind of get yourself out of that, that box. Yep. So they're, sky's the limit. You yeah. Can they're product containers.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're product containers, guys. So if you think about it, like I can, can I fit this product into this container and it makes it natural for the student or student for the, for the uh, user and the user experience is still positive and it gives me the controls that I need. Then you have to tell someone to convince you why you shouldn't do it. Right. Like it's a good idea. Um, Am I missing anything? I mean, I'm trying to think I've, I've used it actually. I'll, I'll I'll throw one out there for the nerds, um, and we are uber <laughs> nerds, uh, Tiffany okay. and I. Um, although we're different types of nerds,
1: <laughs> which is exciting. It's it's cool to to be able to like dip our toes in the other person's world a little bit.
0: <laughs> She's a huge Dolly Parton nerd.
1: <laughs> I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan. If you don't know that about me, I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan. And if Dolly, if you are out there, um, I'll build your course for you. I promise.
0: Hey. i'm gonna find a way to get that in front of her and she's gonna go
1: well dear you just come on over and just build that course next time you're in (laughs) Dollywood.
0: but um i've used it for a body of knowledge which is like a really prevalent in engineering and oh there she is
1: yeah my little one here
0: (laughs) yeah i mean we've um people have used wikis right? To, to, to publish bodies of knowledge. But the, the cool thing about a wiki is it's open, right? Like anyone can access it, but the bad thing about a wiki is that it's open. You really don't control or have metrics or any type of measurement of who's coming their information. So if you're a business and a wiki is not the right idea for you, but it's really kind of in line with what you're trying to do, then use Thinkific as a form of a, um, a repository, if you will, for your body of knowledge. So just like when we were talking about using it for free resources, that's basically what it is. You can load a whole library of documentation in there and provide that to your clients. We've seen people on the Thinkific um, Facebook community talking extensively about using um, using it for a repository of information. You just get different people saying it in different ways. There was one gentleman on there and I'm trying to remember his name. And if, dude, if you're hearing this, uh, I'm sorry, if I'm, 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 I'm not recalling your name right away, but we had a good conversation about using it. He had an extensive library of documents to communicate to his um, audience. And we're talking like in the thousands of people. And it was really important that he could use Thinkific that way. And he did it successfully. So if, if you can do that with like thousands of people, that's a pretty that's pretty impressive because most of us don't scale to that level at least you know at least not quickly so right. if you're if you're providing that as a free resource, the benefit there from a business perspective besides providing that value to your customer is you just captured every last one of those contact information name, email, and you can add a custom field like I add phone numbers to my custom field uh, so that I can reach out and talk to clients, you know yep. which is super impressive these days because no one just picks up the phone and calls you anymore? No, it's
1: like, yeah, no one calls. It's a,
0: it's a lost art. Old school trade secret call. <laughs> <laughs> call
1: them, <they're> like, why?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was actually caught myself by surprise one time. I, I was interacting with someone, uh, another coach, uh, and she and I had gone back and forth over email. And then my phone rang and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Hello? <I didn't> know- <laughs> and she's like, Lucas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you calling me? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't deserve the phone call, you know, but.
1: Right. Because it's, again, it's that, it's that personal time of yours. Your time is your money. And if you're taking 10 minutes out of your personal time to call me, holy moly, you know, you you won me over stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, So, so you can use that as a way to communicate with people that you may not have had in your back pocket before, but you can also use it to provide that extensive library of information to clients, either paid or for free.
1: Right, right right i was just going to say that so you have the ability on your thinkific website like we were talking about earlier you have the ability to have pages that are public pages but you can also have registered pages so they don't have to be registered in a course now you can do that you can you can set them to where they have to be enrolled in something specific but because they've registered for an account with you they can then see private pages as well so you've got your public pages that talk about all of the stuff you've got and then because they took the time to register Thus, giving them, giving you the, you know, first name, last name, and email address for everybody that you can add to your your contact list, they can see these these resource libraries too that are still open to the public. You're not having to pay for it, but they still have to register, and you've got that information. So that's a, a great way, again, to use that use your Thinkific site to all of its ability. There's these hidden little gems of of opportunity in there. Um, you just got to find them.
0: Yeah, I, I actually put on, on both of my business sites, on, on my Merino training site and on my East Partnership site, I have a free resources page. You can see it in my header. Um, I want people to enjoy being there, whether they actually become a course purchaser or not, coaching right. client or not, um, blog articles. So I communicate my blog through Thinkific. Um, podcast links on Thinkific's uh, uh, website um or, or on my thinkific hosted website live streams i embedded my live stream in my page so you can see it like a tv channel um obviously i'm a, a massive drop-in blog nerd i love drop-in blogs yeah, so i use that for my are. blog um and all of this is possible on one page in Thinkific. And it's like a one-stop shop for people that have come to my website just to see free content. So if you're like me and you just like creating content and you like sharing content, super cool place to be able to do that is right on your Thinkific page.
1: Yep, one place to do it, one payment yes. for you, one management source for you. Um, and using those, those public pages, somebody's kind of on the fence with whether or not they want to invest in your in your knowledge invest their time in your knowledge it's a great way to hook them you're giving them all of this great content without without ever having to request anything from them you're just providing them with these these resources and that's going to help sell essentially the product of you and again like we talked about before that's what you're selling they need to trust you to give them your you know to give you their money There's tons of course creators out there. What makes you special is you.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that no license, no like and trust factors, right? So you can establish that. I hate to say it while you're sleeping because they can interact with your site when you're not available. I've had overseas clients reach out to me. And uh, this happened with me with East Partnership. And that was just kind of like throwing stuff up there because I was just having fun. (laughs) And then I had this one gentleman who kept coming to the live streams. And I'm like, oh, this guy is always here. Like, this is cool. So we started calling. Yeah, we started calling him out every live stream. We're like, Muhammad. He's like, hey, you know, we're like, like he's here every week. And then uh, what I realized was like, we, we, we talked to each other over a private message. I think it was on LinkedIn. And he said, I've actually been following all your free content on your website for like eight months. And I, I was like, Phew! like, I never would have known because we weren't interacting. It was in the middle of the night. Because he's on the other side of the world. And if it wasn't for that free content, he probably wouldn't have found our live stream. And then he actually made a concerted effort to wake up like super early in the morning to get his day started with our live streams. And you guys, I'm telling you, you might not be thinking about the value provided to people in this way, but it was very eye opening for me to realize this person does not have access to resources where they are. He's like in the middle of nowhere, working mines in a almost third world country. And they don't have the money to to take my courses. They didn't have the means of of having local resources. So those free resources I was providing that he could log into on the company computer when he went into work early in the morning was his primary source of education. I was like, this is super cool, man. And I didn't, you know. I could care less if he ever spent a dollar with this. I was more just ecstatic that we were able to provide that free service. So you can use your public facing pages to provide a lot of value to the, to the, to the, the purchasers and the non-purchasers alike. And you can go to head, you know, go to bed at night with your head on your pillow, you know, with a smile on your face, knowing that you help some people out, uh, Absolutely. that,
1: yeah. And they're going to tell their friends about that. Yeah. Or if they're in a conversation and somebody, you know, somebody brings up a topic and they're like, you should check out. So-and-so they've got yeah. this great vibe." And maybe that person is looking to join a coaching program or looking yeah. to join a community. And there you are waiting for them. And you don't yeah. have to do anything.
0: Yeah. I was wondering where I was getting all these people for my free webinars. And it was all through LinkedIn. I was talking to people on LinkedIn, but when I started, when, when I hosted the webinar, uh, it was, it was in Thinkific. Mm-hmm. So I was pulling people to my Thinkific site through the webinar. I think I got half my contacts just through free webinars that were hosted in Thinkific because they had to come to Thinkific and, and open and register an account to to access right. the webinar.
1: Right.
0: And they're, they're already interested people. You're not interested, just random searchers aren't going to go that far.
1: Right. Yeah. So and people, that, that helps you curate your clientele too. You're yep. not just getting every tire kicker off the street. Yeah. You're able to to really reach those people that are interested in exactly what you you're you're selling. You're peddling.
0: Yeah. Now uh, I didn't realize how much there was behind all that until I tracked the metrics on my automated email um, sequence because most of the free webinar folks were non-responsive to that automation. I had unrealistic expectations at first that there'd be a high rotation rate. Um, But the reality was it was nothing wrong with the webinar. It was nothing wrong with the automation sequence or the emails. There was nothing wrong with the communications. Everything was right. It was the wrong client. So for those that are experimenting with these things, if you're like, oh, I watched this video and Tiffany and Lucas said that this was a great way to do this stuff and it's not working for me. I'm telling you, it's deeper than that. All of these things are legitimate ways to exercise value in your business and with your with your Thinkific account. Uh Absolutely. And it, it, the magic behind it is making sure it fits the people you're targeting and that you're doing it in the right way. In my particular case, I had the right student as the ICA, but I had the wrong purchaser. The students weren't going to spend money on a solution for their boss.
1: Right. right?
0: So- right. You know, I, I realized there was nothing wrong with the way we we're executing business. I just needed to shift my expectations. If I was going to convert a client through those resources and think it to a sale, then I was going to have to target a different audience to do that. And wouldn't you know it, when we made that shift, we made just as much money in one month as we had up to in that whole year, up to that date. Right,
1: right. Sometimes <laughs> it's those little tweaks and just curating your, your audience yeah. the correct way you've got the product. The product is great. You're just selling it one street over. You got to you got to jump over to the next corner and then it sounds like hotcakes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and one element of Thinkific that helped me kind of manage that was grouping people. So I was able to go in and group my clients. So let's say you have one big class, right? Like I offer a reliability centered maintenance course with a partner. He teaches the class. I host the class. He's not in Thinkific looking at these things. I structure the back end for him when those people enroll in that class, I group that class as a cohort. Mm -hmm. And so we can communicate to that class on an individual basis, but I can also like see trends and successes between different types of industries, different types of clientele, all in the same course, but, but very much different from each other. And I can use the grouping function in thinkific to, to do that, to see that organize that communicate with those people specifically. So, you know, that's an added value uh, that's inherent to the system that uh, I also Absolutely. don't see um, some of my clients taking full advantage of when I'm like, uh, group your clients if you can, and it. Right. it has to be logical.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gotta make sense. It's gotta be, you know, it's gotta be worth it, but it is, it's a great way to use it. Another another resource like that that's built in, um, that's semi-new is the Video Analytics being able to go through and seeing, you know, what are your clients watching? What are they sitting there and really paying attention to? What are they rewatching? Where are they stopping and not, you know, this doesn't mean anything to somebody. It's a great way to figure out, hey, maybe I need to make a course just on this topic. Maybe this Mm. is a, you know, people really are interested in this. Now you've got a new thing to help, you know, to talk about and to sell. Um, Use all of those reporting mechanisms and and features and everything inside of Thinkific to to their, to the best of their ability. and
0: you're you're going to see some cool things happen. Yeah. Awesome. So am I missing anything?
1: You <laughs> know, I don't think so. We've covered a whole lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, we did. We covered a lot of ground. And we won't beat people's brains up and put all this in one episode. We'll break it up so you guys can relax if you're hearing this and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is uh this is a ton of good knowledge." And uh Tiffany again, I can't thank you enough for sharing it with uh with everybody. Um I get the Joy of running my face on, the, you know, on podcasts and other stuff that I do all the time, but it's super valuable to hear this perspective from another person doing very similar work, but obviously in a unique way. Um, and with your experience, I mean, you've been doing this for quite some time. Um, I learn every time we 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 hang out, so I appreciate you sharing that knowledge with me and with everyone else.
1: No, I'm I I'm thrilled at the opportunity to talk, you know, to talk about it. Cause again, I could go on and on about about think of it on its own or other programs and things that you can integrate into it. So being able to just talk about it with somebody else who gets as excited as I do over silly things. Uh <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. And I I'm very appreciative of you asking me to be here.
0: Awesome. So tell me where people can get a hold of you. What's the best way to reach you, learn more about you? I'll I'll drop all your links in um in the descriptions, but um and, and this is going out to podcast, YouTube, uh different social media sites. So I'll I'll put all of that there, but um for the people that maybe are listening and, and they can't necessarily see that, where can they when they where can they reach you and learn more about you?
1: Absolutely. So again, my company is House 6 Designs. Uh, it's house 6 with the number 6 um you can email me at info at house6designs.com i make it pretty easy for everybody um i'm also in the face or not facebook the thinkific uh, expert marketplace right alongside of, uh, of lucas there so you can get me that way um i'm in the facebook group all the time and if you're not already in the thinkific facebook group you totally should be fantastic information there really great way to kind of spy on how other people are using their sites as well Mm -hmm. um so maybe they've got a cool idea you didn't even think of um you know utilize that but we're in there all the time um if you have questions or or need assistance or just want to chit chat i am always around
0: awesome and she's hilarious so i try try. we're both in uh we're both in our in our true element today i'm exhausted i haven't slept in three days she's got the kids (laughs) running around we're doing our thing this is we pride ourselves on being like real people this is real life stuff we're we're self-made in this area everything she's learned she's you know she learned it by doing it everything i've learned i've done you know i've learned it by doing it and, and interacting with uh with fantastic people like tiffany so you know stick around if you're not following tiffany find her on social media and do that um go to all those places she's talking about and I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to kidnap her and she's just going to be uh, coming back all the time. So keep your Love eyes it. peeled for future episodes. And we're going to do some really cool projects this next year that we can't talk about just yet, but we've been <laughs> planning for a while and um, they're going to be fun. So keep your eyes and ears uh, peeled for that stuff. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Conversations for Course Creators. Please check out merinotraining.com to learn more about my private Slack community and the many ways I serve Course Creators. Be safe out there. I'll see you in the next episode.